coming at you live from Lockdown Melbourne. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Sidelines Podcast. My name is Court Sage Hart. I am your host with my other host, my main mans. I'm going with AP today, Cordo. AP? <laughs> yeah. Shift from as. Yeah, I did get some commentary around the fact that you're probably the only person who actually calls me as. Oh, really? Yeah. Negative commentary, I'm assuming. <laughs> no, just commentary. Just people going, why as? Yeah, I've never heard you be called as ever. It is a little bogan now that I think about it. And you're not a bogan. I could well, that, be. Well, that I'm aware of. <laughs> I haven't seen you barbecue in summer. That's normally a giveaway. How so? Like if someone, their barbecuing outfit in summer is a giveaway. Like if there's a Peter Brock Holden, uh, you know, like T-shirt, thongs, shorts from a past sporting team that really should have been bin 10 years ago. But how are you going to know that I don't drive a Holden if I don't have my Peter Brock hat? <laughs> Busted. I also call on you AP. <laughs> Didn't I try to get AP47 off the ground? Uh, yeah, you did try that one. It was probably a bit too lengthy. It's really either AP or PEDS or AS. And I don't know if many people either A appreciated or like a, a reference to a Russian assault rifle. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't a sporting thing like PG3 or anything like that. <laughs> no, not quite. But how have you been anyway, mate? I'm good. I'm really excited. I'm really excited. Because we had overwhelming responses to the first round of our sports movie draft, which was Happy Gilmore pitted against The Waterboy and The Longest Yard. We basically lumped them together knowing that Happy Gilmore is a beast. Now, on would you say that we had to get some advanced Excel spreadsheet calculations to really split hairs on the voting card on this one? Somewhat, I would say it turned out more like Donald Trump's voting stats versus Hillary Clinton in real sort of uh, working class middle American <laughs> states. Where I believe the term is landslide. Uh, I think it the ended up being there was like maybe two votes for Waterboy, Longest Yard. Um, someone made a very funny reference about Waterboy, good quality H2O. I was like, yeah, nice. <laughs> But then a lot of people were actually offended that we even suggested that something could go up against Happy Gilmore. Look, it's a fair point, but we've, you've got to go through the game sometimes. Yeah, exactly. You can't always be trolling everybody. Sometimes we're just putting the obvious out there. Well, because if we change the rules for one, one thing, then it's just like, well, why didn't that one get it? Yeah, and we're learning in that organic way that responding to social media feedback is not a good strategy. Sometimes <laughs> you've just got to block it out. <laughs> so conclusive. Yep, conclusive. So Happy Gilmore will be the next uh, sports movie breakdown and will be the, the first official first round draft sports movie breakdown, which will then get put into the Hall of Fame grand final knockout. Yeah, that, that one's going to be, it doesn't matter what category of anything we put that in, but that's a high seed. Yeah, that's a very high seed. Like, uh, like a bit easier in the market are taking money, but I don't even think they're taking that money. <laughs> oh, they're not. <laughs> Actually, we need to get some betting advertising in this show. I feel the AFL has that many different betting companies rolling on their backs at the moment. Surely one of them's interested in us. Yeah, we can start rolling into mods. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll reach out. Um, but speaking of sports and the world of cosmetics, what? <laughs> I can't even say this with a straight face. You were watching KO the other day, so was I. I would just like to ask you, will you be purchasing or suggesting someone purchases for you the 
new fragrance, SW23. <laughs> Shane Warne's fragrance. I honestly think the only way that you can actually purchase this product is as a genuine joke. Like you're trying to embarrass someone. Yep. Like I would prefer a can of Lynx. <laughs> if it's Lynx Africa, yeah. definitely a can of Lynx. Yeah. But you, I do not know how this is even getting made. Well, Lynx gets the lols. Like if you put on Lynx, you're made to be like, oh, Lynx. But you've only spent five, six, seven dollars on a can of Lynx. That fragrance is probably fifty dollars. So it's it's too much money for it to be a troll. Yeah, it's it's you know a genuine product. I reckon the only person that's getting it and is pumped is that sort of like again bogany. The guy with his Peter Brock hat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that dad who opens all of his gifts on Christmas morning and he's like, "What's this? Oh, Warnie's Kaline." Gee, that's pretty good, eh? Does it go real well with me Ford Racing uh, barbecue tongs? Like, it's that guy that's pumped. Everyone else not so pumped. I just, I can't fathom it. Mm. And the, the ad really doesn't help. Well, what, it, it's got this weird trap music, which I'll insert it in here if I can dig it out before we edit this. SW23, the debut fragrance. But it's like... A close-up of him. So he looks like Ellen. <laughs> it's super he dis- looks like Ellen. <laughs> and Ellen's not someone you want to look like right now. No. Like, it just... His face is so different to when he was like a beloved leg spinner in the Australian cricket team. Now, do you think this was Shane's idea or do you think this is Shane marketing team? Well, what's scary is... I would find it hard to believe if he has just gone dictator mode and said, I want to do a cologne, make it happen. There is a professional company out there that has sat in a boardroom and presented data that shows that is a good platform. So it's going to, so what, so what you're saying is this product's going to hit. Oh, it's out. It's at like chemist warehouse, Priceline, you know, no, all, all as, good cologne. No, but, purchasing, uh, no, but as in, it's going to, it's going to make money. Well, how hard can it be to get some glass bottles and put urine and probably links and stir it all together and flog it? I, I have no idea. If it does make money, I, I want to be wrong. You know what I mean? I, wanna, I, I don't want it to make money so I can at least have faith in society. Yeah, I think we're going to be shocked. It's disappointing too because Warning, like this is a weird segue, but Warning had a really good ad. I think it was a KO ad or is he, he started being a commentator or something. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you just, when you see Shane Warne everywhere and literally they're just like, he's everywhere and his kids are just like, oh, God damn it. Because they had his kids in it. It was actually really funny. Yeah. But he's, he goes up and down. Like one minute he's getting a facelift and denying it. Then he's dating Liz Hurley and you're like, Warney. Then he, he's doing a cologne. He's got a real peaks and trough career. He does. He does. I miss old uh, bleach tip, Chubby Warney, the man. Marlboro. Yeah. Marlboro Warney. Yeah. The darts at Lords. Those remember the Oakley Bollet, those kind of like sports sunglasses that everyone used to rock? Yeah. Those with the bleach tips, the big rig, the dart. That's peak athleticism. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. But you saw the ad watching Yeah, so brings me so a little bit of a side note, if you saw our 
feed. The man has gone up. Oh, yes, the uh, thick boy, power movers. Yes. Luca is yeah. making some moves. Luca Doncic. So, look, I will premise that I am captain, jump on board someone pretty hard. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it happens, and a lot of my mates know this. It's always underpinned, genuinely speaking, by a player who I enjoy anyway, but when they beat someone who I hate, instant respect. So, yep. so I'm not a Paul George man. Yep. Uh, I don't really like Kawhi. For those of you who aren't in the basketball world, basketball players. So yeah, just... and then, and for context, Luka Doncic, young, I think he's like 20, 21, it's... Slovenian basketballer. Let's be real. He's a white guy. Yeah. He's doing things that a white guy probably hasn't done since Larry Bird in the NBA. The, the side, the side note is he's six foot seven. Yeah. He's not just, it's not, I just, I didn't just start playing in the NBA. Yeah. And win. And he's not massively in shape. Like, he's not this athletic freak. He no. lumbers around the court. Yeah, he's like slow fast. Slow, skinny fat. Yeah, whereas I'm just slow, slow. There was some feedback on the Instagram where people actually questioned, is he really a thick boy athlete? And I was like, during lockdown, he actually said in interviews, I need to lose weight. So I was like, once you've flagged weight losses on the uh, the to-do list, you're in the thick boy conversation. And he's cumbersome. Yeah, that helps. Yeah. But yeah, so for those who didn't see it, they're in a in the playoff series at the moment, but Luca completely torched uh, the Clippers. All-time stat line. Like, we're talking like it's it's him and very few others have even played at that clip. I think only two players in history had done that in the playoffs, like 40 points or more than 40 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists. Charles Barkley, Oscar Robertson. Yeah. For context. Yeah. And um, the fact for me that he did it while Paul George struggled, who has given himself the nickname Playoff P, <laughs> which... PG3, AP47. I'm sensing some themes here. When you give yourself a nickname and you don't live <laughs> up to it, you got to really do a few things. But that's a, that's a topic for another time. It's, it is Luca time. Yeah. But effectively, he's a god. <laughs> he is a god and I'm signed the hell up. Signed, sealed, delivered. So unfortunately, Cordo's got to live with me putting away my Oakley fluorescent sunglasses and... Holden Peter Brock hat, and then next week I'm going to rock up in somehow I've acquired Slovenian Luca gear. Yeah, but this is good because now you're more on the thick boy bandwagon with me. Then I don't have to feel like I'm pushing an agenda on you. <laughs> now you're starting to see the beauty in it. <laughs> you're not pushing the agenda. Like, we're in the same camp. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I haven't felt like enough buy-in to the culture. I was yeah. just letting you have your moment. Like, I haven't seen you sending me a photo, like, eating uh, Red Rooster. And then be like, about to go drop threes, lol. You know, like I haven't seen anything that's sort of that correlation of food and athlete. I did shoot some, some hoops on Monday though. What did you eat beforehand? I think I ate anything. Oh, come on, man. Can't be doing the old uh, Britney Spears bulimic diet before playing basketball. Well, I, I moved with such pace I didn't want to give myself a stitch. See, that's you're automatically not a thick boy. No, I was joking because yeah. I, I clearly uh, don't move fast. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. I don't want to call you out too badly on air, but yeah. Uh, so side note. Yes. There was another big moment of the weekend which consumed a lot of my time and I took up a bit of yours. Yes. The Batman trailer. Yes. We're showing our true colours as nerds here, by the way, but I'm not sorry about it. No, I'm not. 
I asked the question. <laughs> it was a leading question. I knew the answer. <laughs> so I also didn't know this. They've only shot something like 8% or 10% of the film. Yeah, because of COVID. And it looks awesome. Yeah. And maybe I just haven't seen new trailers or movies or anything for quite a while. Yeah. Also a fact. But to be fair, it did look incredible. Having Nirvana, the track in the trailer, that helped. Yeah, de- like it's all about you got to nail the. Tra- There's a trailer art at the moment, really, isn't there? Yeah. The last few years, you really got to you got to pick a great song. You got to have a really cool montage. It's a bit dark, a bit more. Yeah. And you've got it. One thing I do hope is that trailers like this will show Hollywood stop putting the whole movie in the trailer. Yeah, that would be nice. Like, stop showing me the plot, the key moments, and the outcome in a two-minute trailer. So by the time I go to the cinema, I already know what's going to happen. Yeah, it's like when they do comedy trailers and you see the best three jokes in the trailer. Oh, that, yeah, that I used to hate that. So many movies that I've watched that suckered me in with three or four good jokes in the trailer. I should have known better. But talk about a change for Pattinson, who is getting a bit of a rub that he was not up to this ilk. Yeah. I mean, he's gone from iconic, dark and broody character in a forest with diamonds on his chest to iconic, dark and broody character with rubber on his chest. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> yes. But no, nah, it looks very good and I did watch it a fair few times. I'm going to give him a chance because I was one of those people when they said Heath Ledger was going to be the Joker, I was horrified. Because my reference point to him at that stage was like a knight's tale. And 10 Things I Had About You. Yeah, which I love that movie, but there's nothing about his character in that that screamed the Joker. Yeah. I was mortified. Yeah, you got to give him a good crack. you just got to give him a crack. I mean, let's be fair. You love Batman. You're going to watch it even if it's not up to the task. Yeah, well, I don't know. I got pretty bored when Ben Affleck was Batman. I didn't mind it. Ugh. Um. But yeah, on that note, it is fascinating to see how much Hollywood is scrambling to sort of stay relevant when nothing is in production, nothing's happening. Like Top Gun, where's Top Gun? The new Top Gun was meant to be out by now. Yeah, Top Gun, Tenant got released, sort of. Yeah. Because I think they just finally bit the bullet and just made it happen. Yeah. Um, But by all means, it's incredible. Mm. But yeah, not a whole lot going on. Oh dear. <laughs> but, yeah. All right. But so, last week we talked about stuff to do in lockdown, escapism, ways to uh, clear the mind. You you brought up something that was interesting about something you're missing during lockdown, but something that you're doing during lockdown while missing it. If that makes sense, it yeah. Doesn't, but roll with it. So I'm missing the not missing of the missing. <laughs> <laughs> so like many of us out there, like. Um, I actually really enjoy driving. Like I love driving, and this isn't just bit, this isn't just me in F one mode where I'm taking some corners at pace. Yeah, like I actually find driving quite relaxing for the most part. Yeah, me too. Um, but a lot of that is you know, listen to some music, listen to some podcasts like the sidelines. Hey, <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> Those guys are going places. They're going places. Um, a lot of music though. So, like everybody out there, there's always some car singing. Always some flicking. I'm a, I'm a serial song flicker, but without a doubt, um, 
on the drive today, I um, was flicking through a few songs. And I was just like, that moment when you're like, I could, I could have been in this band. <laughs> I deserve, like if, if things had to play their cards right and I was born 40 years earlier and I had my pick, which band would I be in? Because I belong in this band. Ooh, I like this. Yeah. So, and I mean, this is really geared towards a few, like larger, all-time great bands. Okay. So, what we're going to do is we're going to do a little bit of a, I guess, a band challenge as such. Ooh, a new segment. Yeah. I like this. On the Sly segment too. Yeah. So, I want you to have a bit of a think about, so I'm going to, I'm going to make some key categories, right? And I'm going to, we're going to rate each other on them. Okay. So, I can't, I can't rate my own choice other than obviously I've picked them so they're freaking good. Yeah. So, the categories are going to be legacy. Yeah, of the band. Of the band. Yeah. So that's going to be things like, you know, are they just playing at the corner pub? Yeah. Or are they legitimately selling out every single stadium for 55 years? Yeah. So legacy and in the pantheon of, you know, great bands. Okay. How cool they are, which starts to delve into the whole, uh, some of the more awesome things that rock bands used to partake in. (laughs) Yes. I guess we'll call it. Yeah. Um, why you pick them and where you actually think you slot into the band and why you think you deserve to. <laughs> I like that. Okay. <laughs> so you just got to justify it too. You can't just. You, you can't just be like cause. No, coat, no coattails. Like, what, you know, what, you know, are you able to live up to that mantra? Like, obviously you're going to say yes. Ooh. So I'm going to rate your, your claim to be in that, that position in the band. Ooh, okay. I like this. So I did make a bit of a ruling. Yeah. Um, to be fair, it was my own ruling on myself. <laughs> you reined yourself in before you got... Well, look, I'm a, I, I half made this. So like, you know, I, I was creating some rules and then like, you know, bringing some limits on myself where, you know, I instantly decided to rule out the guitar gods. Okay. So, so it's just bands. Just bands. So yeah, for me, okay. um, for those of you who know me, those who don't, it's... It's always going to be the likes of like, you know, Jimi Hendrix, Stevie Ray Vaughan. Yeah. I made an exception because I, again, I might sort of have helped coax these rules. So (laughs) the exception is John Mayer and doesn't matter what you say, John Stone. Okay. (laughs) But the focus is big bands. Okay. Yeah. And John. (laughs) (laughs) I'll allow it. So. Do you, want me, do you want me to go? Yeah, you, so you, you go first because that'll give me some time to think. Oh, one other rule. Yeah. That's right. We couldn't just pick the greats. You had to pick, an, you had to pick a current, current-ish band. Okay. So, so we couldn't just pick all the bands from the 60s, 70s and 80s, which is what we kind of would have done anyway. So I kind of had to make this to sort of make it a bit relevant too. Okay. So I've got to have a newish relevant one. Yep. A... And then I can do whatever as well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. All right. So. You want to go first? I'll go first. How many bands am I picking? We'll go three. Three. Okay. Three. Three categories out of ten. Yeah. And then we're going to do some honorary mentions. Okay. Because, again, and a lot of it's got to do with the fact that, you you know, you're driving along and you have that moment and you're like, I could have been in the hair band. (laughs) I had that moment when I'm making a coffee at home because I have the Sonos (laughs) blasting through the house. So I've got the. Bands like my songs playing through the house. So wherever I am, I'm getting a little bit of that. 
a little bit of fantasizing, a little bit of that like, oh yeah, like when a track comes on. And you look at your flare jeans and you're like, yeah. Yeah. Or I look at my hands and I'm like, you're currently making an instant coffee. You could have been making memories. And then I think about a band. This is also a side note because another thing flashed through. This is a random story that's not got to do with this. Um, <laughs> Courtney and I, one day we were, we were going guitar shopping. We were, um, I don't know if you remember this story yet. I'm sure you remember when we get to the point. Okay. We're going around Melbourne, a few guitar shops. Went into one and we saw two, two guys who were pulling off a triple denim look. And boots. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about them. Uh, denim jeans with flares, denim shirts and denim jackets. Yes. And those denim jackets are all little badges. Yep. Like a Who badge and yep. a Rolling Stones badge. Yeah, yeah. And you and I both looked at each other and both had that little bit of a like, <laughs> you can't be doing that. And then that also the second look of like, could we do that? Yeah. Well, they ended up, it was the Casanovas. Yes. That like Melbourne pub rock band. Yeah. Yeah. So there was a little bit of that. That also like flashed into my mind when I was thinking about this. When you have those moments and you, like, you got to go full in. You can't half. You can't go two third de- denim. They were going hard. They were doing a photo shoot. Remember? Yeah. They were in the guitar shop. And then when we walked out, they were in an alleyway with the photographer getting like press shots done. Uh, anyway. Yeah. I digress, but that was a funny story, but I just had to bring that up because I'd forgotten about that one. <laughs> Me too. Okay. My first pick. Yes. Genuine all time. Yeah. Led Zeppelin. Whew. Good pick. So, my case for legacy. Yes. I mean, I don't really think I need to make too much of a case for legacy, <laughs> but I'm going to I'm going to go through the motions because this is okay. What we're doing. Yeah. Clearly top one, two, all-time Hall of Fame rock and roll band. Yeah. Four of the best genuine albums, Led Zeppelin 1, 2, 3, 4. I don't really talk about physical graffiti and the other ones. They were pretty good. Don't get me wrong. If I wrote them, I'll be pretty wrapped. Yeah. But those four albums, stellar. All-time sell out every single concert that would ever exist ever. And, I mean... In terms of guitar, musical prowess, they're not just a rock band. They're they're pinnacle of everything. Yeah. Yep. Like, influenced a lot. Like so much. Yeah. I mean, John Bonham, Robert Plant, Jimmy Page, John Paul Jones. Like all of them are elite in their individual. Yeah. And then putting them together, just brilliant. Yeah. I mean, I could just listen to Led Zeppelin all the time. Yeah. Agreed. So, I mean, I'm not going to go too far down that path because... I think you're pretty... I mean, if you don't give me like... Yeah, it's self-explanatory. Yeah. Cool. Do, do I do the... I'll do the voting at the end? Yeah. So, yeah. So, I vote. Yep. And then you'll vote on mine. Yep. Okay, good. Um, cool factor. Yeah. So, absolute peak menaces. Like, th- you know, this is John... What, he had a Harley Davidson which he drove through a hotel? Yes. They, ha- they were the first big rock band to have their own jet. Yes. And they called it like the Starship. I'm pretty sure they had their own jet called the Starship and it had beds and bars built into the jet. Yeah. Look, effectively, they are they are band number one for being pests, drunks, yeah. all sorts of shenanigans. Starts with them. Yeah. But they might not be the kings now looking retrospectively, but they're 
they're the start of it all. I'm fairly certain Jimmy Page too was the first rock star that I'd heard of where the band, like the manager would have to almost like lock him in a hotel room at night to stop him from just being an absolute disgrace around town. And he had like suitcases filled with whips and stuff. So he had this like (laughs) real dark streak that came out. And on the outside looked like this sort of like quiet, easygoing English chap. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, the Starship there, Jet, it had beds, it had a bar, it had stripper poles. So they took that whole rock to excess image and probably birthed it. There's even that stuff where there's all these like random stories about like, I know it's weird, but it's, there was something about like a girl with the salmon or the fish or something weird like that. And when they ask them about it, all they do is go, <laughs> oh, yeah. And that's it. Like, that's the story. It's just this like, Rumor that one or two of them know about. They could have even made it up. No one really knows, but it's just this mysticalness around some of the stuff they did. So that's my cool factor culture. Like, like they are the start of it all. And the last one, why would I pick them and where am I sliding in? Yeah, this is an interesting one. How do you tackle this? I haven't really thought this far ahead yet. (laughs) (laughs) This is great, on the spot. I kind of made this one up and then hadn't really thought through how I'd make a good genuine argument. But I mean, look, let's be fair. I'm going to say that I would slot in as Jimmy Page. Ooh, with the whips in the suitcase. Well, I didn't really think about that. I didn't really think about that. <laughs> I, I thought more about, I can't, I can't really back that up, but I might have a slim chance of backing up the guitarists. Okay. The, the guitar front. I mean, I definitely can't sing like Robert Plant. I definitely cannot fit into the jeans that Robert Plant wears. Yeah. You could, but it would look like you're smuggling some serious vegetables. I mean, he does. Yeah. <laughs> like, they are some tight jeans. Yeah. Um, and I can't really play drums like John Bonham, but personality-wise, I've probably got a chance of being John Bonham. I'm more likely to, to have a motorcycle down the hotel if, if permitted. Yeah. Or I, not. I, don't, I can't see you as a whip guy. I was really just hanging on to the guitarist thing. I really had, I should have thought about that. Look, I'm changing my mind. I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go, John, because then I get to play like a song like Moby Dick, and the, and the whole the whole the whole groove of Led Zeppelin really is John. Yeah. All right, so I'm going, John. Okay. All right. So now I've got a score. Yep. Okay. Out of ten, legacy. Led I mean, you Zeppelin. can pick ten. You can pick ten or five. It really depends. You get to score first, so you you can pick that little thing. Legacy. I'm going nine. You can. I'll justify later why I didn't go ten. Is that because one of yours is a ten? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In my head before when I was thinking about it, I was uh, like, "Ooh, this one's a ten, so they got to be a nine. I love Led. You know, I love Led Zeppelin. I do so know. This. It hurts me. Cool factor. I'm going ten. Wait. Side note. They also wrote Stairway to Heaven. Yes. That nine. But no, <laughs> don't give me <laughs> stairway. Yeah, I know. I know. No stairway, deny. I know, but I got to stick to nine to justify my own agenda. What if I don't give you a ten? Oh yeah, because you're. Uh. <laughs> we'll resolve it. We'll resolve. Okay. It. What was that about? Most the average podcasts fall apart after ten episodes. This is episode eleven. Yeah, this is the moment where Cordo doesn't give Led Zeppelin a ten out of ten for legacy. Yeah, because all those. Data points are around the average fall-off point is 10 episodes. So then realistically, we're still in the hitting zone for a fall-off point. <laughs> but, okay, 
cool factor 10, why you pick them, where you're slotting in. I'm going to give you an eight. No, I'm giving you a seven because you backed out of your original choice. Look, that's fair. Yeah. But I think, it was, I think if I had a stuck with Jimmy, you would have given me a six. Really? No, I would have given. I would have let if you'd embraced the whole like suitcases filled with whips and being locked up in hotel rooms. I just really want to play that Les Paul. Mm. Such a good Les Paul. Isn't you it? had the chance. I know. You're a seven. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. Which coincidentally is what a lot of girls I've heard rate you as an honest seven. Well, look, things are still you know got to keep things tracking along. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do I go now, or do you, or are we running through yours? Nah, we'll go farm farm. Because otherwise you can just skew your Well, I'll go my selection that I was going to have as a 10 Okay I'm going the original The Kings The Beatles Yeah (laughs) Heavy Legacy Where do I begin? They are the band where it is harder to find a bad song that they have written. It, it, it's almost impossible to find bad music that they have put out there. And in what a seven year space, they churned out so many iconic songs. They're one of those rare bands or musical acts where if you sit there and try and come up with your top five, you keep changing your mind every time you skip through a playlist and go, oh, forgot about, do you know what I mean? They're that band to me. This is, for those who don't know, Courtney knows this well, but I'm not a massive Beatles fan. So. <laughs> I'm staring him right in the eyes as I say my lines and just looking to see the twitch in his facial expression. And I'm just sitting here going, geez, I really love some Shane Warne 23. <laughs> <laughs> it's like me spraying links on you. Yeah. Um, look, all valid. Yeah, definitely all valid. And I feel like they inspired and influenced probably more than anybody else in terms of rock bands followed their formula, but then also the way they produced hooks, choruses. So they, they probably had a much bigger influence on pop music too. Oh, very clever songwriters. Very, very clever songwriters. Yeah. Cool factor. Where do you begin? I mean, they had matching haircuts. <laughs> Matching suits, well-tailored English chaps. But then they managed to completely shape-shift their image and then the rest of the world copied them as they went on that journey. So every band was dressed like smart English gents. Then they just threw like a curveball at everybody and started rocking like weird loose linen shirts and growing the hair out. They popularized you know, started smoking weed, dropping acid and actually talking about it, using it in their music. They decided touring was just too much effort, so we're just not going to tour anymore and still remained the biggest band in the world. Um, and, you know, and you could, you could look at like Lennon post the Beatles, McCartney post the Beatles. They just kept influencing and shaping culture throughout their whole existence and continue to do so today. All right. Is that a good pitch? Oh, that was a pretty good pitch. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick a hole in it that if you had it gone with, I would have given you a few extra modus, bonus marks. Do you want me to tell you about it now or wait till the end? Yeah, wait, wait till the end. Okay. Punish me at the end. Okay. <laughs> Scores. <laughs> okay. Why do I pick them? That's obvious. Yep. They're the greatest band of all time. 
if you cobble it all together. The real, the real crux of this question. Okay, where do I slot in? I'm going Ringo. I knew you were going to say that. Because I could never sit here with an honest face and justify shit canning McCartney, Lennon and Harrison. Even though some people might say Harrison not on the same stratosphere, I'm going Ringo. Also because I feel like Ringo could take it. Like, oh, yeah, I've been kicked out of the band. Oh, well. Like, um, so I just play the drums because then I also just get to sit back in awe and watch the three of them just do their thing and I've got the best seat in the house. Um, also, it would just be awesome to have hung out with them back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm picking them too because Volk royalties. <laughs> Let's not forget that. The end game, bulk royalties. I take that. That's closing argument? Yes. Okay. I think Legacy, I would have been happy if you had given Led Zeppelin the 10 for Rock God. Yeah. Because they are the rock. They are rock gods. Yes. I mean, I am very hard pressed with not giving them a 10. Look, even though I don't like, like I'm not Captain Mr. Beatles. Yeah. But I still respect, like, I st- there's still some songs and you listen to one every now and then you're like, geez, I don't know how that guy did it. Yeah. So def- I'll give you a definite 10 from that, probably because I know that I'm probably going to pin you on some of the back end. So. For Legacy? Yeah. So get that 10. Yeah, okay, good. You're your yeah. 10 in Legacy. Yeah. Cool Factor? Probably not as high. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I agree with some things. I think if you had a pitch to me, which also would have been a good double pitch for why you picked them, but if you had a pitch to me, that Marge did a painting of Ringo, that would have given a bonus point. Oh, Simpsons reference. Yeah. What about that they, like, I, I know it's too late now, but, like, they couldn't play live too because they couldn't hear themselves playing over the girls screaming. Yeah, that would have been a good argument. Like I were, knew that. Uh, this is what happens when you put me on the spot. <laughs> I could have sat pre-prepared. I mean, girls, like, they've. I've read things where girls were having, like, they were climaxing during their concerts from screaming so much. See, again, where was this like two and a half minutes ago? Well, you know. <laughs> you got okay. flustered and that's why you're Ringo. Oh, no, I got flustered. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'll always be Ringo. Uh, so, look, cool factor from your arguments. But, I mean, they're definitely cool. I mean, some of the footage you see of them rocking up in a plane and, you know, they're the first, you know, people just losing their mind. Yes. A prob- like seven feels too tough. But an eight feels too much because of your arguments. <laughs> okay. If you had to give me good arguments, I probably would have given you an easy eight. So I've cooked myself here. Yeah. Okay. The Beatles didn't wreck themselves. Courtney did. <laughs> <laughs> I did the old Lennon, we're bigger than Jesus comment and just lit the world on fire. So I'll give you a 7.5, but in my, sp- in my spreadsheet, I've got it on round down. So it's a seven. Okay. Uh, why did you pick them? I think that was a great, I think you've made the, the sold the case for Ringo there because you're right. Trying to sell yourself with one of the other three, just impossible. Yeah. I would have given you another bonus point if you had said you would have got to have been the narrator in Thomas the Tank Engine if you're Ringo, and that's bulk royalties. Oh, now that is a cock up. But again, being anybody in the Beatles, peak. So I'll probably give you an eight for that. Yeah. Okay. I feel like that's pretty honest. Yeah. Again, if you had your time again, you probably would have gotten solid tens. It's like a test. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, all right 
So, Cordo, now that I got my mate, so that's that's really the main picks. Yeah, okay. So now we're sort of gonna we'll move to the next ones because I'm probably gonna run out of arguments. Okay, because it's all gonna flow. Or next one, Akadaka, oh. ACDC. So, yeah, legacy. Yeah, there, Angus will have been dead for sixty five years, and he'll still be jamming out a solo to Thunderstruck. Mm-hmm. Fact. They are just massive. They're beasts. Like I don't really, know, I don't really want to talk about legacy too much because if you don't know Akadaka, you're actually not a living person. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. You're not a living person. Like that's it. So yeah, you're alive, but you're walking through life dead. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I don't care who you are. You can be like, oh, I don't really like Akadaka. When one of their songs comes on Triple M, which is approximately every seven and a half minutes. <laughs> You're getting pumped up. Yeah. <laughs> when you're flicking, when you're on when you're on it all the time, you're like, geez, I wouldn't mind something different. Yeah. Still. Peak legacy. Also, their songs have been in every single like barbecue hits volume three. <laughs> like, you know, those CDs <laughs> used to get. Yes. If there wasn't an Akadaka song on it, it wasn't worth a pinch of salt. Side note, their peak pump up mute, they'd love their they're an all time song for entrances in sporting arenas. Yes. And wrestling and anything like that. I'm helping you. I'm going to shut up. Yeah. Cool factor. It kind of leans into that. Yeah. I mean, Angus, schoolboy outfit, pretty funny. Like, it's it's still funny. Yeah. The yeah. fact that he sweats more than Pat Rafter is impressive, but also the dude's a genuine, genuine guitarist. He is. And they're just cool. Owns a guitar shape too. Like, you see a famous guitar and you instantly know that's the guitar Angus Young uses. Yeah. They're, they're peak cool. A little bit bogany, to be fair, but unreal. Yeah. You're loving every minute of it. You don't necessarily have to have an ACDC back tattoo to enjoy ACDC. Correct. So that one, where do I pick and where do I slot in? Honestly, I haven't thought this far ahead. I don't really think I can justify anywhere to slot into this. But I'm going to say Malcolm because I really just enjoy... Big call. I love it. Go. I just really enjoy the fact that he gets to sing all the really random like secondary vocal parts that really don't get enough love compared to Brian or Bon Scott. Um, Yeah. You know, he gets all the... And without that, that song falls apart. Yeah. And... I oh, know he's just there. He's just just workman. Yeah. Like without him, they're screwed. Yeah. And I feel like I could. I'm not Angus enough for that. So it's definitely Malcolm for me. They're blue collar through and through. Yeah. Very impressive. Very impressive. Okay. My scores. Legacy. I'm gonna go ten. Because. I'm also including, and you kind of touched on it, but their legacy of what they did and their importance to even Australia, that is over 10. The fact that Americans think they're American yes, is amazing too. And the fact that even at their age, they tour and people flock all around the planet. I feel like they're one of those bands where it's really risky to be in a bar and say they're crap. Yeah, you're just not doing that. Yeah, like that to me is a measure of legacy. If someone says stand up in this bar and yell at ACDC's shit, 
you'd not find many people that are willing to do that. Like, I think I've heard back in black enough times. Yeah. You're getting punched. Cool factor. Now, I feel like I'm giving you better scores than I should have because I love ACDC, <laughs> so I'm trying to be really disciplined. <laughs> I'm going to give you a seven. Oh, that hurt you. You didn't want to give it a seven. No, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> but I'm punishing you because much like me, I forgot some obvious ones. Imagine your songs being so cool that when the people making Iron Man used one of your songs in an oh, edit. do that? When the people, they were making an edit, they used one of your songs and then realized, no, nah, don't bother with all this other music. Let's just use all of their songs in our movie. The seven ACDC songs in three Iron Man movies. Yes. They then, yeah. Then in the sequels, they went and did it again. That's cool factor. But you touched on the whole sporting arena thing. Like, yeah, like find me, apart from maybe Enter Sandman, find me another song that's jacked and as awesome as Thunderstruck and used in that many arenas. So, yeah, I'm giving it seven. It should have given it ten. So that's on you. <laughs> Why you pick them where you're slotting in. I'll give you an eight because I love the logic of wanting to be Malcolm. I love that logic. And no, no, I'll, change. I'll give you a nine. I'll give you a nine. I'll give you a nine. There's no credibility to this scoring system. <laughs> People are going to be annoyed hearing this, but I'm giving you a nine. Because, yeah, we also can't be chickens and just only pick, like, the drummer or something. <laughs> bad. Um, so it's bold. So that's why you get a nine. And, yes, Malcolm Young, machine gun, like, almost just precision guitar playing. And a side note, which I know my arguments have been made, but as you would know, but uh, Malcolm actually writes most of the songs. Yes. Um, so he, he predominantly is a lead writer and he, he kind of writes a lot of the solos with Angus, but he's, he's like, I'm not good enough to play the solos. He's humble. That's what made him so good. He was able to go, I'm going to be this industrial monster in the background. You go do you, I'll do me, and together we'll be mighty. Hero. Yeah, his ability to humble himself is what made them so good. Oh, I'm going to go home and listen to ACDC. Yeah. Also, the fact that he managed to take the Australian white Bond singlet <laughs> and ripped blue denim jeans and has rocked it. I mean, rest in peace. He's passed away recently. But the fact that he did that his whole career, I'm like, yes, respect. Oh, prem. Yeah. Just what a God. Okay. Am I up? Yeah. I'm going to go the Baby Beatles, Oasis. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going Oasis. Legacy. Find me a person in the Western developed world and or other areas of the world that didn't have their CDs when we were kids, who didn't want to sing in a microphone with their hands behind their back like Liam Gallagher, who didn't want to like rock a Parker with Adidas kicks and just swagger about, who didn't want to just stand in front of crowds and just go nuts, but also at the same time have nothing about you that actually screams a rock star the way someone like Noel Gallagher did on the guitar. And their legacy is thus far. They, in my eyes, were the last great band that just shocked the world and made everybody go nuts for them. There have been big bands that are popular since, but not that feral love the way that your kind of Beatles and stuff of a bygone era. It's have. a very unique 
It's very hard to explain, but he's that very unique, oh my God. Yeah. There's something about them. That's the easiest way to explain it. There's just something about watching them. Their story came from nothing and just the way the whole world stopped. And also the amount of songs and brilliance they churned out in a very short period of time too. Definitely maybe fastest selling album on debut in history. Oh, and just, just, I mean, I'm just going to see your arguments, but songs. Yeah. Like just absolute singing songs. And Wonderwall, I discovered, is the most streamed old song on Spotify in the world. Really? Yeah. So it's got this sort of like lifespan to it where it never goes away. And the legacy of every pub band in the world is pressured to play Wonderwall. That's a legacy. I've got, an, I've got a joke coming up, but I'll let you make your argument. So. <laughs> okay. What's the next one? Cool Factor. They made... Okay, I've got to try and sell this. <laughs> they made being like non-rock stars cool. So Nirvana and stuff were doing it with the whole kind of grunge movement, but they were still being cool. Like Pearl Jam... We're doing the whole dirty denim, blah, Still cool. blah, blah, but they were cool. Yeah, Like I, Eddie Vedder with his long flowing locks and stuff. They were cool. Oasis were literally just a bunch of dudes that had almost just gone from kicking a ball with the lads at the park, mate, and just picked up some guitars and music. So they did all that they did without using any flash, any lights, any anything. They were just like dudes that picked up musical instruments and played. So that for me is epic. Fastest selling debut album ever. They did Nebworth a year after blowing up where they had, you know, three nights in a row sold out with hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people bootlegged. They had a, an album hit the charts that had no music on it. It was just a recording of Liam and Noel fighting. <laughs> True story. <laughs> that made the charts. Okay. Where do I pick and what do I slot in? I'm kicking up Bonehead, their rhythm guitarist. Oh, come on. I know it's weak. No. You've got to make an argument for one of the two. All right. Otherwise, I'll give you a zero. Okay, I'm kicking out Noel. Yep. I'm going lead guitar Noel only because I know I can play his tunes. <laughs> so the band would not suffer greatly and the song's already written. So I'm, I'm going Noel because Liam will carry me no matter what I do on guitar. All right. That closing arguments? Yes. So legacy. I'm actually going to give you quite high for this one because I agree with you. They are one of the, the primo last sort of big ones. Sorry. Also on all those like classic barbecue rock albums too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Again, I just I just love give. I'm I feel like I'm jaded towards just giving tens for legacy because I just love all these bands. I have a hard time not giving them tens. I feel like our scores are more designed to annoy each other versus genuine scores on what we were trying to argue. Oh, yeah, don't worry. Again, I start off real high and then build your yeah. confidence and then I completely... <laughs> Break me. <Yeah. laughs> so, look, maybe I'll just give you a nine because, again, legacy, yes, but they're never going to get back together because they just fight so much. If yeah. they just weren't tools and just actually played together and still kept doing that. I mean, it's kind of annoying that one of the brothers plays Wonderwall on a Tuesday and then the other brother goes and does another concert on the Thursday and also plays Wonderwall. It's like, come on, guys. Like, I know there's some diary management going on here, but could you just, like, just just do it? Yeah, get it together. Like, come on. So I'm going to give him a nine. Okay. Cool factor culture. 
probably not going to rate this one as high as you think. Yeah. And I'm probably going to give it a little bit of a, <laughs> a minus purely because, and I know you would have got this, and I think you know what I'm going to say. When you actually can play guitar, that's handshakes to me, by the way, and Cordo. Yeah. Nice work, guys. Someone asking you to play Wonderwall on guitar is one of the most infuriating things that you can encounter. Yeah. It's a great, like, it's a great song. Yeah. All-time song. I could legitimately just play a John Mayer song, hey, or a Stevie Ray song, or Hendrix, or anything. Yeah. And I'll get a, I might get a little nod. Like, oh, yeah. And it's like, but can you play Wonderwall? Mm. And that's quite depressing. Yeah. Fecal. Fecal. So, so for cool factor, yeah, probably going to give it a seven. Okay. How you slot in? <laughs> you didn't really own it. No, nah, really I, I didn't own it at all. <laughs> I stumbled over. If you it. had, if you had gone right in for the jugular, I would have completely bought in. Yeah, and I let you bully me before. I didn't even stick to my own answer. <laughs> Terrible spine on my behalf. So I probably give you another seven. Yeah. Okay. Which is pretty generous. Yeah, to be. I probably should give you a six. <laughs> yeah. Um, so no, you swayed me. I'll give you a six. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Round three, final round. All right. Go. So this is my current day one. Yep. All time band. Phooies. <sighs> Good pick. Legacy. Yeah. The last great rock band. Ooh. Good. They like that's it. I don't, need, I don't even need to go any further than that. But I'm gonna because you'll, you'll criticize me and take away points because I don't make up something. <laughs> so, the fact that you've got one of the all time greatest drummers as your front man, not even playing drums. Yeah. Impressive. Talk about a little notch to your bow there. So, that's one little caveat. Genuinely been pumping out albums. And look, let's be fair, they're not all, not every song's a cracker anymore. But you are guaranteed with every album to get two or three of those Fooey songs. Mm. Which it doesn't matter what you're doing. When you're drumming, which for me is quite often, you are tearing a hole in your steering wheel. It's just fact. Yeah. And they are absolute tunes. Again, similar to Akadaka, if you hear if you hear My Hero or Best of You, it doesn't matter what you're doing. You're jumping through the wall. Correct. I could also shoot 40 points. I'm not gonna, but it could happen. It's not going to happen without that song, that's for sure. So, Legacy, the last great rock band. Yeah. Cool factor. You're Dave Grohl. Look at, look at the heck cool the band is. Yeah. They are that pe- in itself is a point. Like, <laughs> you're Dave Grohl. You're Dave Grohl. Yeah. The one, the one few guys who every now and then pops up doing shit like, you know, busking in Seattle just because he felt like it. Carpool karaoke. You know. He's doing stuff where he's sculling beers and falling off the stage while he tries to climb back up because it's funny and he can. Hilarity when he's actually in concert, which the last time I went and saw them and played one of his not as well received songs. I think it was Wheel. Uh, and there was a bit of a, a bit of a murmur in the crowd, responded with, hey, you shut the fuck up. I wrote this shit. You go out and write something better and I'll come listen to you. <laughs> And I mean, to be fair, it's still an absolute tune. Yeah. When, when your bad songs are genuine songs, you know you're genuinely cool. Yep. All right. Where do you slot in? I think this is Evie. 
I'm going the whole hog. I'm Dave. Ooh, ambitious. I like this. Sell it to me. I'm growing my hair long at the moment. Yeah. A, because I can't get my hair cut. <laughs> so a lot, a lot of it's got to do with that. Yeah. B, I can play all those guitar. Like, I can hold that guitar line. I feel like I've got enough effort in me to sing some of those songs. And Dave is the band. Like, as good as the band is, like, you are, it's, it's, it is him. He's yeah. the driving force. He's the most fun. He's doing all the stuff. He's also got the legacy where he's, you know, casually just playing drums for Queens of the Stone Age in between albums because he can. Yeah. I'm owning the fact that I'm just being the big dog. I'm going for the jugular. I am Dave. Okay. Love it. Right. Scores. Legacy. I'm going to be efficient here. Legacy, I'm giving a nine because you're right. They're the last rock band. They're hanging on, but they're hanging on in a climate that is not conducive to hanging on. So somehow they are keeping a newer generation loving them and respecting them. So that's a nine. Cool factor. Seven. Because <laughs> he's not that cool. He's a legend, but he's not that cool. He's a aren't bit of a dorky. Aren't they one of the same? He's a bit of a dorky dad now. Can't. Once you do, I said carpool karaoke, but once you do carpool karaoke, you lose cool factor in the rock game. Yeah, I was annoyed you mentioned that and had seen that because that really does hurt. It was a very deliberate sabotage <laughs> comment by myself. I'm not sorry about it. So what did I say? Seven. Yep. You could have lied, said nine, and I would have gone, I can't say nine. <laughs> okay, seven. I've, by the way, I have no idea what the scores are for the previous ones, but whatever. Why you pick and where you slot in. I'm giving you an eight because it's ambitious. It's very ambitious. I agree with the guitar side of things. I'm not convinced you could do the screaming vocals part. But you kind of look a bit like Dave Grohl at the moment with the longish hair. See? The beard, the mo. So you're probably the first time one of us has suggested something and actually looks. Like from a distance, if I was in the sort of $70 cheap seats and you were out there, if you were selling the vocal thing, yeah, I wouldn't know the difference. I'd believe it. I'm probably going to have to get this clipped out and just on my phone for previous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, someone said I was Dave Grohl. Uh, don't worry about the context. Don't, don't worry about that. Yeah. All right. Your last one. Oh, yeah. My, yeah I forgot about me. All right. And I've got to be a band that's still going. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, got it. Metallica. <laughs> Good. All right. I mean, they're, they're pretty old now, but they're technically, they're still going. They're still churning out music. They're touring like monsters, so that's got to count for something. All right. I'm interested to hear how you go here. Legacy. Okay. I've got to try and sell this because they are not a broad <laughs> taste for many. Their legacy is they've managed to stay relevant in a music industry when their type of music effectively stopped being cool or awesome by about 1990. They, like, you know, heavy metal disappeared basically by the 90s once grunge came along. So they've managed to stay awesome and relevant playing a style of music that is very much a snapshot of a period of time in the 80s. They've also managed to stay together, basically. They've replaced the bass player, Jason Newstead. Now yeah. they've got uh, Robert Triello. But they've actually managed to like stay as this like core group of older dudes that have just kept churning out awesome stuff. 
they did cool things like Some Kind of Monster, the documentary. So they've actually managed to stay relevant in other areas. And also they had the balls to take on Napster and torch themselves when music, illegal music downloading became a thing. Side note, I didn't want to, again, I don't want to give you fuel for your own credit, but, or your own you know, argument. Yeah. But I'd say Metallica is one of those weird bands where even if you don't really like like metal or it's it's not full metal. It's like a very weedy sort of metal drum. Everybody knows Metallica and yes. everybody knows a handful of their songs. Yeah, like Enter Sandman. Everybody knows that opening riff. And like we touched on with Akadaka, how many sports arenas and stuff use Enter Sandman in promo stuff? Like you've, if you, even if you've never heard of, you've never bought or owned a Metallica album or anything, you know nothing else matters and you know Enter Sandman and you probably know Masters of Puppets too. Yeah. Um. And quickly on the legacy thing, another band like ACDC where you would have to have some fairly decent plums <laughs> between your legs to stand up in a bar, especially a dodgy bar, and say they suck. Yeah. There is an army of people that will give you a three-piece chicken feed quack, 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 to the chin if you said that. Great legacy for um, the amount of merch you can sell too. There's some peak Metallica merch just continually flowing around. Well, the whole Metallica t-shirt, like it's a thing. Yeah, And you see, like, Taylor Swift wearing their shirts, you know, when she's going to Starbucks. Okay, uh, cool factor. They're still, they're, like, nearly 60, and they're still rocking jeans and leather jackets. They've let their hair go grey, unlike most cheesy bands that keep dyeing their hair. They've gone grey. They tour. They play in front of hundreds of thousands of people, and they play for three hours. Yeah. That's cool factor. They have retained their core, which is just a dirty, hard rocking garage band from the eighties. Love it. And their stages are massive and epic and they look sick. I'm glad you went past this because this is really the crux of this whole presentation. Yeah. Where I slot in. Yeah. I'm being brave. <laughs> I'm being really brave. I'm going Kirk Hammett. Oh Lead I was like, guitar. it's Kirk. It's- it's, it's got to be Kirk because I already threw the bass card out. And you're not going to go James? No, no way. Can't touch. Can't touch. Not going to go Lars because I feel like it'd be too stressful being him with the way he plays the drums for three hours. I don't want to do that kind of cardio. <laughs> and Kirk Hammett is a weird cat. So I feel like I'd be a good replacement for him. Do you think your chops are up to it? No, not in the slightest. But I'm hoping that everyone's <laughs> focused on James and Lars. Mm. Um, yeah. And, yeah, I'm going lead guitar because I feel like they're driven by their rhythm anyway. Even though his guitar playing is off the chain, I feel like it's James's guitar playing that makes them iconic. I would agree with you on that one. It's very weird. You don't often say that. Yeah, where the rhythm guitar guy is. Well, Foo Fighters kind of similar. Yeah. Oh, I see. They say. Oh, there we go. We just contradicted ourselves. Yeah, but Angus. Anyway, I will digress. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast ended up going for like four hours before we've realised we're feeling recording a podcast. Okay. All right. Legacy. Gonna have to give a ten. Yep. Ooh, generous. Yeah, I am. Yep. I always get. If you go back to this, if we go back to the tape, I'm sure you're going to find that most of my legacy ones are ten. Is that because I'm selling it so well, or because you just love the bands and generous? Bit of column A, bit of column B. Good. <laughs> cool factor. Look, I feel like they'll peak cool 90s. The fact that you said Taylor Swift wears a Metallica shirt probably didn't help you cause. Oh, I know. As soon as I said it, I was like, oh, he's going to use it against me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you're right. If you hadn't have said Taylor Swift, I mean, 
That just hurts. Yeah. It hurts when you're so I, big that... I don't know what I was thinking. But they're definitely still cool. Yeah. Like, they're that last true, true rock band. It is just, you know, you go see them. They're doing their thing. Yeah. I'm going to give you a solid eight. I'm not going to hurt you too bad for Taylor. Okay. Kurt, I really wanted you to go for James. I wanted to just hear you make the argument that you're James and you're just like, you know what? I, I wanted to play with the symphony that time. It was me. I am James. Yeah. But you My, went Kirk. I know. I pussied out. <laughs> <laughs> so what am I? I was Ringo. Yeah. I was going to be Bonehead. You bullied me into being Noel. And then I've gone Kirk. So three, originally my choices are all if just anyone you could have gone with, you If anyone were going to step up, I would have thought you would have gone Liam. I know, I know. Because you could have completely nailed the hoodie hands behind the back. Yeah. Lean into Mark. Uh, yeah. I think the problem is I like the bands too much, so I'm respecting their product and I don't want to interfere with it. No, you are the product. You are the man. I know. This it's, isn't a self-help podcast. It's quite still. pathetic by me, actually. Anyway, again, we digress. I forget <laughs> we're recording a podcast. But. Um, okay. But look, I don't really know who the, the overall winner there is. I have no idea what the scores are. I'm not good with numbers and I stopped counting after the first round. In fact, I can't even remember what I gave you. All tens. <laughs> Theoretically, it was probably the Beatles or Zeppelin that won. Uh, yeah, because we started out hot, so I feel yeah. like the numbers were better there. All right, I love it. Okay, well, I think we'll have to unpack that in the future. Have to get a bit more granular, more yeah. detail. Maybe pop stars, something a bit more uncomfortable. Look, and we haven't even touched on my entire episode about John Mayer, so that's one. <laughs> and then also. The the eighties hairband. That's a whole episode. The ranking itself. tears and the filth that they got up to after the shows were done is a whole nother episode. Yeah. So again, if there's a bit of love for this one, if not, we're probably going to do it anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> you, you might as well jump on board while you can. Yeah. All right, mate. Thanks for joining. No, thanks, Cordo. I've enjoyed this. Yes. Uh, to everybody out there, we appreciate the listens. Don't forget to check us out on at the sidelines media on Instagram, www.thesidelines.com.au. Keep an eye out for exciting things like merchandise coming soon. Hats. Yeah, I've been bugging Courtney, so. <laughs> yes. Um, and as always, get involved on our Instagram. Give us feedback. Throw shade at us. We love it. We read it. Take it very personally. <laughs> Thanks again. We appreciate it. Take care, folks. Bye, guys.